I have seen him cry, yes. Not an emotional guy. I will say, I don't think I've seen him. Did he cry when Brock Purdy blew up his elbow in that San Francisco 49ers (laughs) I don't think I've seen him cry as an adult. Uh, Definitely we were kids a few times. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't count. He cried when I threw a rock at him and hit him in the shin. (laughs) I remember he cried a lot then. And then his dad really screamed at me. Well, for good reason. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and it can be children of all ages because we're a family-friendly podcast. Safe for work. We are SFW. Welcome to another episode. I believe this will be like 121 of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast here on a beautiful summer's eve in June in Northwest Iowa with Pet and Burke. Cozy up on the couch and join us, will you? It's a beautiful day. Burke, how we doing, buddy? Pretty good. We just won a baseball game. Boom! Ten-run rule. Baseball dub. We spent uh, like five hours together this morning at the baseball field, didn't we? Were we were trying to get water off that field so we could play tonight. And the field was perfect. The weather was great. But it, all because you showed up and helped. We sponged and sump pumped and just squeegeed our way to a happy day, didn't we? We did. <laughs> um, so... I've got some more skin stories. Uh-oh. So I had the worst sunburn of all time last time we recorded. I told you about it. Bad one. You're talking about when you were in high school. No. Last time we recorded, remember I was just cherry tomato red because I said I'd been working on the farm with my shirt off? No. I don't remember any of this. I remember <laughs> you talking about the devil's itch. Yeah. And it was part of me telling you how I was horribly sunburned. Uh, well, if you don't remember the story, go back and listen to episode 120. It's in okay. there. <laughs> uh, so every morning... So I love to sit with shirt off on my couch and just chill. I mean, I'm peeling bad right now. This is like day five of a heck of a peel. Every morning when I get out of bed or every time I get up off the couch, I have to vacuum my bed and my couch because there's so much dead skin left behind peeling off of me. Yikes. Like the grossness. I, every morning when I get up out of bed and I look at that, I'm like, gosh, I bet Burke would be grossed out by this. 100%. I'm grossed just, out by most of the things that you do. Just dead skin everywhere. So I'm in there like with the hose attachment on my vacuum, just sucking up dead skin. It's horrible. It's a crime scene in there. Do you like to pick dead skin? I, uh, yes, I've been picking a lot of this dead skin off. I can't remember the last time I was sunburned. Yeah. Aren't you fortunate? I don't wear sunscreen. And that's Same. Not, it's not wise. But also, I don't go shirtless in the summer. I just get really, really bad farmer stand from baseball coaching. Mm-hmm. I don't really like going shirtless. I don't enjoy it. Feels I like great. having a t-shirt on. Hey, to each their own. I love being shirtless. Wish I had more of a body for it. But out at the farm, there's no one there but me and my dad and the cows. Adam, so it's all good. Everybody has a body that can go shirtless. <laughs> okay. Don't shame yourself. <laughs> there's something about, man. When I throw on my my cutoff shorts that I've made for the farm and just rock those in my boots and work shirtless, it feels great. Rock 
your body right. <laughs> I should be playing that. Um, <laughs> Ped's bod's back. All right. <laughs> Do you remember in the 90s um, when Crash Test Dummies was like a big toy? Yes. I had I had a uh, like a plush stuffed Crash Test Dummy that was probably, I don't know, two feet tall. But all the limbs Velcroed and oh, the head Velcroed really? on. And so you could like throw it down your stairs and it would just explode. <laughs> and like we had so much fun with that at our house. And then I also had like the crash test dummy toys of like the car and it was like a cartoon. You remember this? Yes, I do. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about it for a while, but then I thought of it and I was like, oh yeah, I was really into that for like a year. My parents, for my birthday, I got the big crash test dummy play set where there was like different cars and stuff that you could crash in the sure. crash. It was really cool. Man, I never had the play set. That does sound like a lot of fun. You saying that reminds me of a TikTok page I follow. This page popped up on my TikTok for you uh, one day. It's simulations of it's a car simulation running into like a brick wall or like a cinder block wall or like a giant like uh, wrecking ball hanging down. And it simulates like if a car hit it going. 15 30 60 100 150 it's crazy it's entertaining to watch but man the damage that those things do if you're going fast wow theoretically theoretically yes we can't really have a van drive 300 miles an hour into <laughs> yeah. a spiked wrecking ball we're guessing <laughs> at what would happen it would be bad it's like sometimes they make those and it's like if your car was on different planets and it fell from the sky yeah like the gravity um i also Somehow I came across something about the Power Rangers movie. Ooh. I remember that being kind of a big deal when it came out. I used to really like the Power Rangers. Same. And Jason, Red. Go. I liked Tommy the Green Ranger. Nothing wrong with that. And White Ranger. But nobody Don't remember liked, his name. Nobody's favorite was Billy the Blue Ranger. No. Billy was, got well, the shaft. Billy was blue. Zach was the black ranger. Trini was the yellow ranger. Kimberly was pink. Jason was red. And then yeah. Tommy was the, the green and white ranger. Yep. He switched. But do you remember whenever they'd fight the putties? It was always oh, yeah. like, it was like they made so much noises when they would punch and kick them. They were kind of like the three ninjas. Yeah. It was sort of like, and then remember Bulk and Skull? Yes, the two dumb dums. <laughs> I don't remember. Was, Dude, it, Power was, was, was Rita? A... Was it Rita? That was her name. Yeah, Rita. Power yeah. Rangers was a great show. It was, but only the original. Yeah, yeah. The OG I, man. I didn't get to watch a lot of stuff. We didn't have a lot of channels growing up, and man, when Power Rangers would come on, so much fun. I don't, I think it was on Fox seventeen when I was a kid. Yep, on Fox. I got to watch it when we finally got Fox out in the country. I got to watch it. It was awesome. Did I? I think I correct me if I'm wrong. Did I talk last time about my theory about dumb people music and smart people music? No, I didn't. No, I thought I talked about this. <clears throat> no, you did so not. I have this theory. <clears throat> Some bands are just smart people music. And what I mean by that is if you tell me you're a fan of a certain band, I know you're smart. You're a smart person. Um, if you tell me you're a fan of other types of music, you might be a smart person. So this could be one of my most offensive. There's more, there's more research needed to be due. You're not sure if they're Correct. a smart person. But like this could be one of my most offensive takes. So I'll give an example. People are probably going to get offended. If somebody says to me, 
oh, I really like Death Cab for Cutie, or I really like the band Mute Math or Mates of State, I'd be like, they're a smart person. Like, dumb people don't like those bands. They're a smart person. But if somebody goes like, I really love Kid Rock, they might be smart, but they could also be dumb. <laughs> or I, I love Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. Or someone's like, my favorite band is Limp Biscuit. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not Biscuit. I'm not saying you're dumb if you like Lip Biscuit. I'm saying you might be and I don't I can't tell. Yeah, we but gotta if get you're to like, know each other more. If you're like, my favorite band is the postal service, I'm like, this is a smart person. Because dumb people just don't like that music. What's a postal service hit? I'm not super into that. Such great music. heights. Yeah, I'm not super in I'm just a big country and worship guy. Yeah. Um country music is you have no idea if the person's smart or not. They really could be dumb, but they could be smart. They could be smart. Yeah. So hopefully people aren't like offended by this because I'm not saying if you like country music, you're dumb. I'm saying I don't know if you're dumb. You could be. It's very possible. (laughs) But you could also be smart. Yeah, you could be. But I'm just telling you, like if you listen to Mute Math or Death Cab for Cutie, and I would even say like Jimmy Eat World. Mute Math. I just know you're smart. You're a smart person because dumb people don't like those bands. Right on. Uh, me and Tommy's buddy from high school, Wyatt, that we graduated with, worked with Mute Math for a while. Really? Yeah, was he's, a tour manager for them. Okay, he's definitely a smart person. Yeah, he is a very smart guy. <laughs> Mute Math. Um, man, I had never heard of them until he worked with them. I always kind of like tried to check out people he was working with. Most people I had never heard of, but then I came to like them. Um, what you're talking about music reminded me the other day we were uh, we had a breakfast, a youth group breakfast that I was cooking for. And, uh, and we also talked about the trip we're taking to Laredo, the missions trip. And we just got talking about like down by the border and someone like said something about the cartel. And I go, oh man, cartel, such a great band. And everyone looked at me like I was dumb. These are high school kids. They thought I was trying to make a dumb joke. Like they, yeah, they'd never heard of cartel. And I was just like, man, this is, this is sad. It's super sad. They don't know this amazing era of music. Mm -hmm. Bummer. If your favorite band is Saliva or Puddle of Mud, <laughs> you might be dumb. You might be dumb. You might not be, but you really might be dumb. Puddle of Mud fans, man, that's the kind of fan who might come after you with like a knife. <laughs> if you love Puddle of Mud, you've probably punched someone in the, in the neck. <laughs> Just saying. Right in the neck meat. Right in the, right in the gobbler. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other smart people bands. Inc- uh, Incubus might be a smart person band. I can't. Yeah. Mm. Celine Dion. You might just be. I mean, there are some people that like Incubus that probably just smoke weed. Yeah. And just chill. And if you smoke weed, you might be smart, but you might be dumb, too. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's a big 50-50 one right there. It's a 50-50. Yeah. It's a 50-50 world. Can you think of any other smart person bands? And I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Smart person band. Um, a smart person band. How about Neil Diamond? Uh, Neil Diamond's incredible, but Neil Diamond, you might be smart, you might be dumb. Yeah. But uh, Neil Diamond was my dad's favorite, and we saw him in concert, and it was really awesome at Hilton Coliseum. Um. Oh. Ooh, I got one. What? Daughtry. No. <laughs> Daughtry's not a smart person. Band. Okay. There's lots of dumb people that listen to Daughtry. Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough to go off of. They had one song. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they had one song that, w- what What was it? An onomatopoeia? Or what's that What's that thing where it's like the word pop? Mbop? 
Yeah, but like, what's that word where it's it's a sound? The word is a sound. When you say the word, it makes the sound. Is it automatopoeia? Oh yeah, it's yeah. an automatopoeia. That's yeah, that's what right. mbop is. Yeah. I know somebody that I was recently told about that listens to this pod that loves Hanson, <laughs> and they're probably going to come after me. Hanson's not a smart person band. Oh, no. You may be dumb if you like Hanson, but you may be smart. It's I know three people that love him. They're all very smart. <clears throat> right. And you read me a comment from one of them about <laughs> how Hanson allegedly had like three top 40 hits. Yeah. I, I would venture to guess. If you were to stop the average American on the street yeah. and ask them, name a Hanson song besides Umbop, out of 100, 99 of them would not be able to name a second song. And that to me is I'm one of them. That that to me is an indictment of the thinness of Hanson's catalog. Yeah. And it is it is thin. <laughs> I should have brought this up. I think it's thinner than Vanilla Ice's catalog. Uh, yeah, because he's got the Ninja Turtle song, and he had that. And stop Ice that train! Oh yeah, I wanna get <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, and he had Ninja Rap. Yep. Yeah. Go Ninja, go Ninja. I think go. it would be a safe assumption to say that Vanilla Ice's catalog is three times as deep as Hanson's. Yeah. Can you name a second Hanson song? Uh, like Beth. Let's kiss. Are you naming a Hanson fan? <laughs> I don't. Beth? I, I, there's one I, I used to know that I used to actually sing along to quite a bit, but I don't remember it anymore. I think Hanson should just be thrilled that I could remember the three names of the guys. Yeah. Right? Zach, Taylor, and Isaac. That's. Is, they is should, it, yeah, it is Isaac. They should be grateful I can even remember their names. Yes. Yeah, ZTI, baby. Zit. <laughs> Zit. So, I'm. I stop me if I've told this story, but when I worked in a college admissions we had a staff meeting and it was we're all just milling around before the meeting sitting around the table and my friend ben who's one of the funniest people i've ever met he just goes do you guys remember the band hansen and we were all like yeah he goes when they first came out i thought they were three girls and i thought they were really cute (laughs) and the room just goes completely silent and then we all like after a beat we all just started laughing and he got like indignant he's like what I thought this was a safe place. <laughs> it's so funny. So funny. Oh, man. Um, I watched the movie Tetris the other night. You know what I'm talking about? Never heard of it. Came out uh, like a couple months ago. Taron Edgerton is in it. He's in the Kingsman and played Elton John in the Elton John movie. Um, and he plays uh, the man who's like responsible for Tetris like blowing up and becoming huge. But he has, but Russia, the creator, is that Tetris music? So the creator, uh, guy who invented the game, is from Russia. That's why it's got the Russian thing on it, right? Yep. And Russia basically like tells him like, we're going to take control of this game. This is communist Russia. You're not allowed to make money off it and be free. And they just, guy has a horrible life. That's a true story. Yeah. And so this American guy, I can't remember his name, works for Nintendo. Was it Jeff Tetris? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goes over to Russia to try to get the rights to the game so they can make it in Game Boy and do all this stuff. And like, it just goes through the crazy story of Tetris. But I was so mad the whole movie at Russia. Freaking communists, man. Terrible people. They're oppressing this guy Here and these right other people who should be having an awesome life. But because they're Mother Russia and like a communist... 
they're just ruining this guy's life. And I just wanted to kick every Russian in the shin when I watched it. And well, it ended with a happy ending. That's racist. <laughs> it, it was a happy ending, but he beat the game. I got so mad at communism. Adam, you you have big emotions. I do. Like, what did you I'm say? I'm an emotional guy. What did you say today at the baseball field? It was just such a typical Adam thing. You're like, it'd be like, if I ever met someone that didn't like sweet corn, I would go to their house and set it on fire. And it's like, <laughs> that is such an overreaction to somebody not liking the same things that you do. Freaking Tom and his sweet corn take. I'm not going to sit here and let you talk poorly about Tommy Pickles. Maybe he should come by every now and then. I miss Tom so much. <laughs> Tommy, if you're out there somewhere. Hey, do you think right now me and Tom what are looking? Do you think me and Tom are looking at the same moon right now? Probably looking at the same person. He's probably laying in bed looking at photos of me. <laughs> and you're here with me. Uh, I haven't seen Tommy Trumpets in a uh, while. I saw him from a distance. From a distance. <laughs> Isn't that Celine Dion? God yeah. is watching. Yep. Man, I got a lot of songs <clears throat> in my head tonight. Hey. What was your first job? What was the first job you ever had? Just working on the farm. Does that count? No. First job off the, the first f- first job were like you had to clock in, you had a boss that wasn't a relative. First job off the farm was Yeah, I didn't do anything in high school outside of the farm. So it would have been in summer after my freshman year of college. I worked at a plumbing and heating business. Okay. Yep. Punched in about seven thirty every morning. We hit the road by shortly after eight to go to the job sites, worked all day on the job sites, came home. Did not enjoy it one bit. Really? Decent money though. For 2006 it's not social enough for you it's not social i did learn some good plumbing skills i must say i got very lucky me and my best friend both worked there i got paired with one guy i didn't work there with you me and my second best friend okay. my apologies thank you worked there i got paired with one guy the whole summer we worked on two jobs the whole summer together and he was awesome and my other buddy he had to work with some not so great people poor mm-hmm. guy so i had i had it better that summer i must say we had a good time nice so yeah, but that was that was the first one. What about you? I worked at Orschlands, which is like a miniature yeah, Ace bomb Hardware's. Guard. Yeah. Ace Hardware. Isn't it like Ace? No, it's just like Bomb Guards. Oh. It's like a farm store. Man. It's called Orschlands Farm Supply in Perry, Iowa. My first day there I had to um clean the chicken and and duckling the chicken duckling cages. Because, you know, those places sell oh, yeah. chick, chicks and ducklings in the spring. Yep. And uh, I had to wear this little vest. It's probably a smock. Um, <laughs> and also in my interview, he was like, do you know anything about farm stuff? I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I, grew, I, I live on a farm. And he's like, what would you say if someone came in and was looking for, and he listed off just like an ag mechanical part that I had never heard of. I was like, oh, boy, I'm about ready to expose myself here <laughs> as a fraud. And I just said. I would tell them, please wait one minute. I'm going to check with my manager and see if we have any in the back. Smart. And I totally dodged having to know what it was. And he was like, all right, that's a good answer. Uh, and I got the job. boy. And I worked there for a little while. It was Way fine. to think on your feet. Yeah. Um, my favorite time was they used to put out these barrels of peanuts. And you could just walk around the store eating peanuts, the customers. Mm-hmm. And like we had to sweep up after them. But like also on those days, I would load up my pockets with peanuts and totally eat peanuts the whole time I was working. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's totally awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a job in college at Farm and Fleet, Blaine's Farm and Fleet. 
It's like a Mc, uh, like a. I about said like a McDonald's. Where was I going with that? I don't know. We had it, McD's today. It was oh man, we sure did. Pretty dang good. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to watch Adam eat fries, and it was traumatic. <laughs> he just like takes the fry box thing, and then he just like lays his head back and shovels it in down his gullet, <laughs> and it's like watching a seagull eat a heron. I don't know. <laughs> a herring, not a heron. Sorry, a herring. Um, sorry, I was listening to Puddle of Mud earlier. Um, it was. It was like, hey, we don't have to try to eat all the fries at the same time. We can just use our our opposable thumbs and pull out one or two. Uh, where's the fun in that? Why? Everything you do is big. I you, do. It, I do it big. You feel big feelings. You eat your food like you just wrestle it and you <laughs> open your mouth and throw it all in at the same time. Uh, that's a joy knowing me. Yeah. Okay. So, so Fleet Farm. Yeah, Blaine's Farm and Fleet. It's like a, it's like a Walmart mixed with a Baumgars kind of, just a massive store. It's like a Baumgars on steroids, really. And they have a whole entire automotive department. And I worked in the automotive department for a year and a half at college. And I worked with two other college kids who were one hundred percent big Fred Durst fans. Um, Limp Bizkit has some good songs. They do, they do. Um, and so it was our it was our job to schedule. People would call in. We would schedule all the appointments. That we had a ton of walk ins and call ins. Like basically seventy percent of the weekends were just oil changes, walk ins and call ins, or people would need to like get their tires changed or something like that. But they told us, like, you got to remember, like, this appointment will take about 40 minutes, this, and we're open till seven. So you got to kind of like schedule it so you don't overbook it. And I leave for lunch one day and I come back and I look at the computer and my coworkers, other college kids, have scheduled like 48 appointments and that are not going to get done. We could do maybe like 20 in a day, 25 in a day. So I remember oil changes, like oil changes, tire rotations. A lot of people had stuff scheduled. So you had to look at what was already scheduled plus to do the walk ins. And so I had to call all these people back and like just have people scream at me all day long that we and I wasn't the one who booked it. And but I had to like apologize to people and tell them we couldn't get them in that day. They'd have to come back a different day. Just got yelled at by so many. Just tell them like, listen, it's okay. You can go a little longer. Just put a little water in your oil. Dilute it. It'll last longer. Yeah. It'd be fine. It's like trying to make the milk last longer. Just put a little water in it. It's true. (laughs) Just throw a little water in there. You're good. (laughs) Yep. That was my, that was honestly probably my first. Water is the best lubricant. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) Especially rusty water. Um, I knew a guy named Rusty. My, uh, we need more people named Rusty in this country. We do. That was a rant from like episode 58 I yeah, did. We, do, we need more Rusties. Yeah. And the, Keiths. <laughs> we need more Rusties and Keiths. The guy I worked plumbing with? Keith. Keith. Freaking yeah. legend. And I was just about ready to mention him. Like, Keith is a guy you could set your watch by. Yeah. I was, I'm gonna, I was just going to say he was such an amazing guy to work for. Could always rely on him. Just absolute. Just through and through awesome. Just a total unit. Yeah, total unit. <laughs> and so my and so my first job where I like realized like, wow, you can't really rely on other people. You really gotta make just kind of rely on yourself and hope other people don't screw things up was his farm and fleet job. Just a disaster. Some of those days. I, I worked for a home building company for a summer with my buddy Matt, and we worked with this guy named Raul. And uh I think me and Matt that summer would always say, Yeah, buddy. And Raul could never get it right. And he'd go, yeah, daddy. (laughs) 
And we thought it was the funniest thing. And so I love it. me and Matt just started saying that. Yeah, yeah daddy. daddy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, you want to hear another cow cow story? One second. Okay. Uh, I wish Tom was here to discuss this, but I'm going to talk about this anyway. Okay. Did you cry at your wedding? Mm, nope. No, me. Ne- I don't. I don't understand. My wife actually, at the time, my ex-wife for sure thought I was going to, and apparently had bets with her cousins. But I thought I would because I'm a very emotional guy, and she knew that. But didn't cry. I'm emotional too, but like I've seen some of these videos on social media of the husband like, oh yeah, sees the wife for the first time, or she he turns around and she's coming to the aisle and starts bawling, and like I do not get it. Yep. What is there to cry about? It is such a good day, dude. This is going to be a great day for you. Why are you crying? So I was a groomsman for one of my college buddies. Uh, we were just fresh out of college. I think it was 2011 when the wedding was. And he hugged his dad right like right before he started walking his parents in. All the wedding party standing in the doorway of the church to go into the area. He hugged his dad for like five minutes and sobbed uncontrollably. What? And it got a little weird. I was like, oh, this is touching. But then it got weird because it didn't end. And like he was supposed to bring his parents in. So then the wedding party can start coming in. Tom did this? <laughs> he, Tom would not stop crying. <laughs> it was like embarrassing. Sobbed. Uh, when my wife came down the aisle, I was like, yes, this is going to be so cool. Yeah, I was like fired up. <laughs> I, I was not even close to crying. Not even a little bit. Yep. I was fired up and like all that planning and crap was behind us. And now we can just get married and. Get divorced. Get divorced. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Now we can just get married and then become a statistic. <laughs> oh, it's not your fault, buddy. It's not your fault. You're not wrong. Hey, I'm going to go full Robin Williams right now in Goodwill Hunting. Okay. It's not your fault. Oh. It's not your fault, Adam. It's not your fault. I'm going to wait for you to start crying like Matt Damon. <laughs> it's not your fault, Adam. That's Matt Damon. It's not your fault. I always forget that. You, you're going to have to say it a long time because I'm not going to cry. <laughs> yeah. But you're not wrong. <laughs> That is something you should probably take out. Nobody wants to hear me say that. Uh, I can speak for Tom. Uh, I was at his wedding. Uh, did he, he cry? He did not cry. I didn't think so. Nope. Tom, uh, Tom I don't even know if Not Tom, a big emotional guy. Can Tom cry? I have seen him cry, yes. Not an emotional guy. I will say, I don't think I've did seen Did he Tom. cry when Brock Purdy blew up his elbow in that San Francisco 49ers <laughs> I don't game? think I've seen him cry as an adult. Uh, definitely we were kids a few times. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. He cried when I threw a rock at him and hit him in the shin. <laughs> I remember he cried a lot then. And then his dad really screamed at me. Well, for good reason. Yeah. You just took a guy's shin meat out. He was up at the baseball diamonds. I, oh. just, I found a rock on the infield. I just, we were playing around, or I thought we were playing. Tom probably wasn't playing. Chucked a rock at him, hit him right in the shin. There's, there's a couple of things I don't want to be on the receiving end of. One being like a tomahawk missile from the U.S. military. <laughs> Number two, a tongue lashing from Myron oh, Engledye. I don't want to be on the receiving end of one scary. of those. It was scary. I bet it was withering. You just he just like probably dressed you down and you were like, oh, yeah. I am a failure. I, and I honestly thought like, well, for sure, Tom and I are never friends ever again after this. He <laughs> hates me for sure. Also, didn't want to get into his van and let him drive me home. Was terrified. <laughs> Why did you throw a rock at him? Why do I do a lot of things? It's intrusive thoughts. Sometimes they just come to life. So you just whipped a rock at Tom's shin for no reason. Yeah, from like 20 feet away and hit him right in the shin. We This is like <laughs> exhibit 438. Psycho, some psychopathic tendencies. Why, why we would never have been friends growing up. Yeah. 
I'm glad you don't still do this. Yeah, I don't. You know what I think? I think you need to let Tom whip a rocket your shin now. Hey, you know what? It's eye for an eye. It's time to get even. I want to, and I think Myron needs to be there to watch because he needs closure (laughs) on this too. We should set this up. We gotta set this up. YouTube video of it. Tom, Tom, (laughs) Tom gets even. Tom gets to whip a rock at your shin (laughs) while Myron watches. Oh, this is great. (laughs) We need to do it. Oh, we totally. Wasn't there a time where you kicked a basketball and hit him in the face? Well, other way around. Oh, he. So maybe we are. We were playing twenty-one, and his brother Jordan rolls the ball to me, and I go to pick it up, and Tom just straight up Jason Elam's it right in my face. (laughs) And he I'm just goes full Todd Sauer everywhere, run. bloody nose, bleeding everywhere. And I go in the house, and like his mom takes care of me and gets me a and man. She was mad at him; she was real mad. I don't, I'm telling you, these intrusive thoughts sometimes come out. I don't blame Tom. I would have liked to do the same thing. He just goes full Pete Soyanovich. Just Pete Soyanovich is that ball <laughs> right in my nostrils. And his parents got mad. Yes, Trudy was not happy with him. Okay, there's a third thing I don't want to be on the receiving end of, and that is a lecture from Trudy. Yeah, neither one of them holds back. No. <laughs> you guys had an interesting friendship where you're just whipping rocks, kicking. <laughs> what? Which which incident happened first? Oh, the rock. Rock, we were like fifth grade. So you kind of had it coming. Yeah, rock, we were, I want to say, like third grade basketball. We were in high school. Okay. So you think Tom was just like... I think he'd been holding on to that shit Revenge incident. is a dish best served cold. Yeah, and Tom's like, I'm going to play the long game. Yeah. I'm going to wait till we're older, and this is more embarrassing I'm going to wait till... Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. I just remember like getting really mad and then walking to the house because I was gushing blood everywhere. We were playing some shop did basketball. Did you take a swing at him? No. What did Jordan do? Probably yelled at Tom, called him an idiot. Would did, be Tom, my guess. did Tom ever apologize? Oh, yeah. He felt bad. He did feel bad. So why? But did deep he down inside, he was probably like, "You felt good." Why did he kick it? Who knows? <laughs> it wasn't like you hadn't been riding him all game. No, it's just like trash. Just one of them things where, like, sometimes you're like, "Gosh, I, w- I just want to do this," and then you just do it. That <laughs> intrusive thoughts, man. I guess <laughs> we need to, next time we have Tom on. We need to kind of get to the bottom of this and say, Tom, why? <laughs> why did you kick the basketball? And Adam, why did you throw the rock? We do need we do need to figure this out. And then you get to kick a basketball at Tom, and he Will gets you, to, he gets to whip a rock at you. You're going to be our therapist and help us get to the bottom of I, it. I want to see a YouTube short of just called like settling the score, where you guys do these things. Fair. Uh, we also had a killer car accident together once. I think Jordan gets to see the basketball kicking incident. Fair. I mean, we could reenact it out in the shop, same shop, and everything. Is this the car accident where Tom continued on to Burger King with those chicks? No. Totally separate one. Have I ever told you when I T-boned him out at the baseball diamonds? You T-boned Tom? Oh. So we were racing. Uh, Joel Corley was with me. So Tom and I raced around the track, uh, like the road that goes around the track. And then I was like, ah, crap. I stopped while we were racing. I went back because I forgot I was supposed to take Joel home. So Joel comes running. Hilarious. that There used to be a cable, a big cable. Where that, did Joel live? Uh, by the old high school. There used to be a big cable. That was out by where the cars park, and Joel tried to jump it, carrying all his baseball gear. Just totally biffed it, caught a foot, face planted it. So that was hilarious. So he gets in. He goes, you're going to leave me. I said, sorry, I came back. Didn't know that Tom had come back around again. He wanted to race. And so I get going, and where the gravel met the grass was like a big elevation difference. I get flying in my truck. Tom takes off. I hit one of those. Go completely airborne. I was trying to get in front of Tom. Come down. Smoke Tom's car. 
out of midair with my truck. Just caved in the back end of Tom's car. The Total, front, totaled it. Front end of my We both were able to drive home, but our cars were making some terrible noises. My truck was in rough shape. And when I got to the farm and told my dad, I thought it was the end. Some I feel like raising you would be like, my gosh, I have the dumbest child on the planet. <laughs> I thought, my child for sure listens to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Dude. Oh my gosh! I've never seen my dad so mad. I thought it was the end. So and we, Tom was pissed too. Was your truck just toast? Uh, front end was real bad. Yeah, it had, it had a lot of work done. And uh, my dad and Myron talked on the phone that night. I heard, pretty much overheard the phone call of them both saying Tom and I were just giant losers, uh, <laughs> idiots. We're both just going to take care of it on our own. Uh, don't need to file an accident report. Uh, maybe someday our sons won't be so stupid. Something like that. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how mad I would be if that was my child. Like, how could you be so reckless in a vehicle? And I can't afford this. Why? Because well, so Myron wasn't like totally mad at you. He knew Tom. He knew that it takes two to tango. And so our dads both just had a powwow about what idiots their sons are. <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> it was wild. It was crazy. I remember Tom got out of his car and threw his hat at me. Said you hit my car, and I wanted to make a comment like, "Well, obviously," but I didn't want to escalate the situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to hear Tom's side of the story. Oh man, you should ask him next time he's on. Yeah, you want to hear a premature calf story? Sure. So the other day, I'm. Uh, sometimes I wonder, like, if people are listening to our intro stories and finding this entertaining. Hopefully, I feel like they are. Anyway. So the other day, my dad calls me, and he goes, he goes, hey, I was just walking by the farmyard. I noticed a calf laying out here, uh, very, very small, and no cows are taking care of it. So I don't know if a cow like thought it was like a bowel movement, because, I mean, this calf is tiny. Smallest calf I've ever seen born so in my life. Probably, did did pr- you nurse it yourself? Probably three, four weeks premature. That was, it was in the works. Luckily, didn't have to. Uh so I, I literally could just, I picked this calf up and like just held it in my hand and carried it with one hand. That's weird. Yeah. Normally they're like, I don't know, a hundred and some pounds. This thing was maybe 30. And so we got it in the barn. I, uh, we had to do a little uh, ring around the rosy with some cows to figure out. Finally, I saw like a little water sack hanging out of one of the cows back ends. And I was like, I, I think that's the mom. So I got it in. She wouldn't take care of it. So I had to get down on my hands and knees with an old shirt I had. And start wiping the slimy afterbirth and stuff and all the stuff that's on the calf to help get it out of the cow off, to dry it off. It's just sitting there shivering. Cow won't lick it off. Had to have the vet come out. We had to get in the head gate. Vet had to preg check the cow to see if she had one in her to make sure she didn't. So we knew it was the mom. And then we had to get the cow, the calf wet. Put some. I dumped some corn on it. And then the cow went out of the head gate, saw the corn. Started eating and licking the corn off of the calf. And it ate the calf. And then then finally, it started taking care of the calf, licking it off, and like said, oh, this is mine. Uh, And then we had to give it some, we had to tube feed it, some colostrum for a few days to get it going. And now the other day, this morning actually, I saw it sucking on the mom's teat. And it'll hopefully be good to go. It's going to be a long road for it until it's big, but... So you, you had to put corn on this cow to get the mom to take care of it. Yeah, I got it wet and then dumped some corn on it so the cow, corn would stick to it. And then the cow saw the I mean, cows are corn is like crack to a cow. It went over and started eating it and licking it off. And then they just started licking the calf and continued to take care of it. 
And now it looks like we're going to be good to go. My wife did the same thing when we had our first daughter. I was so disinterested. And then she just put buffalo wings on it. And I was like, wait a second. There's buffalo wings over there? Right. Mm-hmm. I went over and I'm like. This is my kid. Free buffalo wings. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I was like, wait a second. There's a baby under here. And I just took care of it. So, and then I bonded with it. And yeah. then I've taken care of her ever since. Yeah. And now you're yeah. like, I want, I want this kid in my life. Yesterday, I watched a cow back up to the water tank and pee in it and then walk away. What a menace. It just made me so mad. Like a prank? You think it was pranking the other cows? <laughs> it might, it's either that or pranking me because it's mad at me for some Did reason. Did you have to clear the water tank? Yeah. it was. It was. I had to go over like, there with a bucket and start bucketing piss water out of there because I won't drink it. What, wait. Did you empty the whole tank? Yeah. Like 45-gallon bucket scoops out, dumped it all over the ground. Then I was... Empty enough where I could lift it up and dump it the rest of the way, and then rinse it out and put fresh water in. These freaking animals. Cows are dumb. I have one more thing to get here before we get to the meat. Do you have, sp- mm. you have SpaghettiOs on your counter? <laughs> I do have SpaghettiOs. I like to eat SpaghettiOs cold when I was a kid. Not heat them up. Ugh. It's good. Ugh, never done it, but I guess it probably wouldn't be terrible. Just open the can, put them in a bowl, eat them up. <laughs> Sound effects <laughs> and all. That's some good ones. All right. Uh, why do people this? I'm not trying to offend any of our listeners. If if you fall in this category, I'm just curious. Slash, I think it's kind of funny and goofy. Why do people who have never owned a motorcycle or a bike in their life buy one and then all of a sudden turn into the Hell's Angels with their attire? All of a sudden, we're it's a family I, friendly pod. Say Hex Angels. Sorry, they turn into the Hex Angels. <laughs> Like all of a sudden, hey, all of a sudden, this person I know who's I like feel just, personally called out, but you don't do that. Well, I know, but I went out of nowhere. I I got motorcycles and tattoos, and I no, ran. that's totally cool. But yeah. all of a sudden, like my my friend or person I know who's like wearing like skinny jeans and like trendy tops, all of a sudden out of nowhere, you're wearing do rags, cutoffs, and leather jackets. Yeah, just because you get a bike doesn't mean you got to change your wardrobe. Um, it's weird to me. Have you ever noticed that? But I shouldn't be judgmental. People who like Harley Davidson need to dress in like all Harley Davidson stuff. Yes. Like <clears throat> I have two Hondas and a Janus motorcycle. And like I don't decorate my house in Honda things. But like <laughs> people who ride Harleys, it becomes like their personality. Like, guess what? Now everything I own is Harley brand. I have noticed that. And I'm going to have Harley knickknacks in my yard and Harley signs in my backyard. And it's just like, I don't know anybody who quietly owns a Harley Davidson. Boy, you are not wrong. You know what I mean? That actually reminds me. I applied for a salesman job. Back in the day, I wanted to live in Okaboji really badly. So I started applying for jobs up there before I bought cattle and decided to farm full time here. Um, I applied for a salesman job at the Harley Davidson in Spirit Lake and I interviewed and the guy actually offered me the job that day while I was there and I said I had to think about it and I went home the whole drive home I was just like I felt like that guy told me if I took this job my whole life had to become like nothing matters but Harley Davidson and I don't want to do that. What was the job? To be a salesman for the Harley Davidson selling motorcycles. Can you really do that when you don't even ride motorcycles? Well, that's the thing. I told him, I said, I've never ridden one once in my life. He said, ah, we could teach you. We could get it out, no problem. My brother-in-law was going to buy a motorcycle, pay cash for it. 
and he went to a Harley Davidson dealership and they acted super annoyed with him and like didn't want him to sit on the motorcycles and didn't understand that he was like going to spend a lot of money and they were just kind of annoyed with him. So he left and he went down the road to the Indian dealership and just paid cash. And the Indian, he said the Indian dealer was so much friendlier. Maybe Indians are nice. Yeah. Harley Davidson people like clicky. Are they like, oh, you're not a Harley guy. Hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like that. I know some Harley owners who totally aren't that way. That's nice. But yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I just thought of that the other day. I was like, why do they just all of a sudden go spend hundreds of dollars on new clothing? But to each their own. No, not to each their own. People need to think like us. <laughs> so uh, um, let's draft this or let's talk about these TV channels. Yep. I'm give very me, excited. Give me the format. Uh, well, we're going to do a draft of the all-time TV channels. In my mind, I was just I was thinking it could be a channel that no longer exists that you just loved back in the day. Um, currently, ones that exist, and then you can justify why you took it. You might think it sucks I'm thinking now. of some channels that exist, but like there's an era of that channel that was yep, golden. I totally have that written down for some of mine, and it totally went into my thought process on what I'm going to draft. So, yeah. You can explain why you took it. You might think it sucks now and was awesome back in the day. Okay. So that's kind of that we're going to draft Who gets our first pick? all-time TV channels draft. Who gets first pick? Who went first for breakfast foods? I think you did B's and G's. I did because you we flipped a cap and you lost. Should we flip a cap again? No, you can go first. All right. I'll go first. Uh, my number one pick. Oh, my gosh. This is so hard because I don't want to lose out on some amazing ones, but I don't think it'll take this. So my number one pick. Food Network. Not even on my top 50. <laughs> it's so good. What What is good about it? I would. Wasn't it mostly just Emeril Lagasse back in the day? Food Network, first of all. Is that his name? Emeril Lagasse? Yep. Bam. Bam. Uh, big in New Orleans. Um, Food Network, like. Is that what Guy Fieri's on? Yeah. Food Network, like, taught me how to cook. I learned how to cook watching diners, drive-ins, and dives. And I am. I, I fancy myself a good cook now know a lot of tricks and trades and it's because of that man guy fieri he's got guys all american road trip new season just started by the way fantastic show uh tournament of champions unbelievable show that's on food network that happens every year in march just uh i just love it i just love watching food love watching food being cooked love watching food being eaten okay food network is my number one Apparently, I should have taken it five. You, yeah, you could have taken it five. All right. Food uh, Network off the board. My number one, late 90s MTV. Ha! I suck at life. Yeah. I was considering that as my number one pick and saving Food Network. Here's my reason. Go! Cool. and Ollie, Celebrity Deathmatch, TRL, Road Rules, Real World. Um, Naked Nag- Jersey Shores. Music videos. I don't know. I didn't watch Jersey Shore. That wasn't on in the late 90s. Yeah. Um, music videos. Did I say TRL? Yep. Yeah, TRL. Room Raiders? Um, that was, I don't think that was on yet. Yeah. But mostly like, oh, Tom Green Show? Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Big time though. Syphil and Ollie, Celebrity Deathmatch, and like Gosh. actual music videos. I'm kind of glad I didn't take that first because I feel I would have felt bad taking it. From this the is the Tom Green show. It's not the Green Tom show. <laughs> this is my favorite. Show. Such a weird human. Because it, yeah. what does Tom Green do nowadays? I don't really know. I know him from that show and from Road Trip. That's about it. Then he had that movie. Freddie got fingered. Oh, that's right. 
Tom Green. He had a movie. Maybe it was Freddy Got Fingered, but he had a movie once about like breaking into Harvard or getting into Harvard or something. Maybe that yep. was Freddy Got Fingered. Okay. I had MTV oh, written oh. down. And MTV back then had really good MTV movies, like made for MTV movies, like together. True. Um, and I just thought of uh, I just thought of one, too, but I can't remember. Cribs? MTV Cribs, yes. Yeah, there it is. Cribs. Yep. Um, all right. My number two pick in the all-time TV channels draft. Holy cow. It's going to be ESPN, specifically in 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. when it was rocking with Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, Stuart Scott. Oh, my gosh. So good. I mean, SVP was still you're there. You're forgetting Kenny Maine. Yeah. Oh, Kenny Maine. So good. Mm-hmm. So hilarious. Steve Levy. It was just great. I just so looked forward to going to my grandma's in Spirit Lake and watching like three hours straight of Sports Center in the morning with a big old bowl of plain rice crispy cereal. Yep. It was the best. ESPN now, eh, not a huge fan. Back then, amazing. Also, still got to watch a lot of sports. Yep. All right, pal. I think I'm going to go with 90s NBC. Seinfeld, Friends, Frasier. I think, yeah, Scrubs, I think, was had debuted by that point. Scrubs was awesome. The Thursday night lineup was just unreal. ER. Yeah. Yeah. And back then, they had they saw the NBA Finals. Yep. NBA on NBC. They had the World Series for a while a in the 90s. Classic. And they had football on Sundays. Yep. Kentucky Derby. Don't care. <laughs> but um, they had good sports. They had good sitcoms. Caroline in the City. Yeah. Starring Leah Thompson. What was uh, the single guy starring Jonathan Silverman? What was Spin City on? ABC. Okay. Yep. Man, NBA on NBC. That intro. Yeah, that's what. And then you hear Marv Albert. That's what Sundays were for me. Sundays were going to church with my parents, going to Kennebob Cafe, uh, for or Kennebob Buffet, excuse me, coming home and watching like the nineties. Bulls and Magic play each other. Or the 90s Rockets Sonics. and Spurs. The 90s Sonics playing against the 90s Suns with uh, nice with Charles Barkley and them. I just remember Marv, Marv Albert, that. Bill Walton. Yes. The NBA Finals on NBC were the best. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. All right. My third pick. So far, both that you've said were taken from me. Um, yikes. Number three for me. Discovery Channel. Nerd alert. <laughs> Love this. Nerd alert. Love Discovery Channel so much, mainly because of Deadliest Catch. I just, man, I just love Deadliest Catch, but it's also got good fishing and outdoor stuff, and I'd always be entertained by what's on Discovery. Okay. Fair Love enough. it. Love it. I'm going to take my next pick solely because of two shows. Okay. I'm doing late 90s USA Network. USA wrestling going to be one of them. WWF Raw's War and Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> Walker, <laughs> a lot of Walker on USA. <laughs> and then they occasionally have some good movies. Yeah, yeah. Plus, yeah, USA is known for their movies. Plus, uh, if it's going to be uh, one of your arsenal moving forward in life, you get Suits. Fantastic show, all time show. It's in my all time top ten. And when it was on USA, because of Meghan Markle. No, uh, wasn't a huge fan of her in that show. She was all right. Uh, just good. There was, she's like the only notable person from that show, really. Mm-hmm. But it's good. 
All right. USA also was on my list. My number four, HBO. Just too many good shows on HBO. That's not a bad pick. Love HBO. I've got my next two picks locked in, ready to go. What if I take one of them, my fifth pick? You won't. (laughs) I know for sure one you're going to pick. Really? Uh, Here it comes. TBS. Yep. Braves? Braves. I wanted TBS. And good sitcom reruns. And and occasionally good movies. I wanted TBS. Yeah. Yeah. I want the Atlanta Braves. You're not, man. TBS is where I first saw According to Jim. They play Friends reruns, Seinfeld reruns. Yeah, and you get the Braves. That was another thing of like, the Braves are like synonymous with my childhood. And I'm not even a Braves fan. Because mm-hmm. I would go to Spirit Lake to my grandma's you could house. Be. You surprised me every week with a new team that you claim oh, you're a fan stop. of. Stop. Hey, how are your LA Sparks doing? <laughs> I have no idea. Really? I You're I, such a huge fan. I just know that Michael Cooper's their coach, maybe. He Michael was back Cooper? in he was back in the day. I don't know if he is now. Oh, I thought you were a big Britney Griner fan. <laughs> I'm gonna refrain from that. Okay. <laughs> um but it's I remember going to my grandma's. I would watch sports in the morning. We'd hang out at the lake, Arnold's Park, fun stuff. Then I remember late at night, I'd just be chilling in that air-conditioned house after being in the heat all day, and I'd watch Braves games at night Mm because I just love sports, and Fox Sports North wasn't a thing yet for twins. Liked it a lot. And the 90s Braves were fun to watch. 90s Braves were a great team to watch. They're still a great team to watch. They walked off the Mets tonight in a three-run Bomb from Ozzy Albies. And Frank the Tank lost his freaking mind. Frank the Tank. Barstool Frank. Massive Mets fan. Yeah. That's what he gets. All right. My fifth pick and final pick. Then we can rattle off some. Uh, Speaking of shoot. Do I go with? uh, This is tough. I'm going to go with History Channel. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Did I take yours? No, but that's a good pick. But it's like it's got to be the older History Channel when they still showed history stuff. Yeah, now it's like ancient aliens. I do like American Pickers. American Pickers is awesome. So good, so good, man. Yeah, the the ancient stuff. Pickers. uh, Not a huge fan of Pawn Stars. Not a big Rick from Pawn Stars guy. Pawn Stars is always like, um, yeah, I have this Civil War sword. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna have to bring an expert in on this. Here comes the expert. This is the real deal. It's worth probably $89,000 because Stonewall Jackson had this sword when he got <laughs> shot. And r- the guy walks away and he goes, you hear that? 89000 And Rick's like, mm, don't get too excited. Listen, I'm going to have to store this until I sell it. The best I can do is like 1500 <laughs> Take it or leave it. And the guy always takes it. Always takes it. Yeah, he says, like, not so fast. That's like full price. No one's ever going to pay that. I got to store it till it sells. I'm into this thing for way too much. If I buy it, I have 1500 final. Like he just screws people left and right. And they always just take it from these lazy bums won't go home and sell it on eBay themselves. Unbelievable. Turds. Turd. It's probably hard. Although it's probably hard to ship a sword. Don't like say a, sword. It's not sword. Sword. I feel like it's a just, red flag just would say come up. Sword. I feel like a red flag would come up if you try to sell a sword. I <laughs> think I'm going to surprise you with my last. Pick. All right, hit me, buddy. PBS. PBS. That's a good one because of Carmen San Diego. Well, this old house, New Yankee Workshop. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. 
um, Red Green Show. Yeah. <laughs> Red Green Show is so good. <laughs> yeah. I love that show. Um, Faulty Towers. They showed Faulty Towers yes. for a while. Um, I think they might have showed Mr. Bean. Yeah. Uh, what else did PBS have? So you don't care about this, but PBS is where I used to was I grew up watching all the Iowa wrestling meets. Yes. Was always yep. on PBS. PBS. That's where always I said that's where I like PBS my had love. all the Iowa like high school championships. They had everything. You could watch all the Iowa championships on PBS. I loved it. Now you can't do that. And I hate it. It's dumb. But that's where I fell in love with Iowa wrestling. PBS. This old house is such a good show. I love watching Carpenter. Yeah, amazing. Shows. Was Little House on the Prairie on PBS? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. Yeah. Man, PBS low key underrated. Low key goaded. Yeah, a little LKG action. Yeah. PBS. That was a uh, man, where in the world, Carmen San Diego. That was my childhood. Where? In the world is garments and if we were uh, like this, uh, there's probably gonna be people listening to this podcast like freaking out like, no Nickelodeon, no Disney Channel, but we didn't have that. Yeah, we did, and I almost picked them. Oh, I didn't have that. But I, I would have only picked Disney Channel for the Disney Channel movies. Okay, and I would have only picked Nickelodeon for like Hey Arnold, Cat Dog, Angry Beavers, like whatever channel had Even Stevens and all those shows. Oh, That's so Raven. I yeah, didn't, I didn't. That's get. Disney Channel. Even Stevens was good. All my friends would come to school Smart talking guy. about those shows. Smart guy with Taj Maori. Never seen it. Really? No. My friends would come to school talking about those shows, and I'd be like, "They sound great," but I've never. I seen I almost them. picked Disney Channel because the movie that like Brink, like those were good movies. Yeah. Um, and then I almost picked AMC because I love Mad Men and The Walking Dead. Fantastic. But like Mad Men's my favorite drama of all time. I never, I never saw Breaking Bad. Everybody tells me it was good, but I never. It's amazing. Uh, was that on AMC? Yep. Oh, so was uh, Better Call Saul. Yep. Two phenomenal shows. Yeah. I uh, just love Mad Men. I got through three seasons of Mad Men. Was absolutely loving the show, and then uh, the whole Big D thing started happening, and I just never picked it back up. Oh, divorce. Yeah. You should watch Mad. Men. I need it's to finish it. Fantastic. Yeah, I need to finish that. I'm trying to think of some other honorable mentions. I mean, I almost, I almost said like ABC or CBS or Fox because mm-hmm. of The Simpsons. Oh man, I and probably Family Guy. well, I probably should have said Fox because they got all the reruns. Like they had Home Improvement reruns. They had, yep. they had all the reruns after May. And you done with them? American Idol started on Fox. I don't, don't care. <laughs> um, FX was a big one for me. Sons of Anarchy and Justified. Two of my favorite shows ever. Uh, Sons of Anarchy is my number one. I almost said Comedy Central. Yeah, I had it written down, but I had like 90s, early 2000s Comedy Central. It was awesome back then. I never watched South Park. TNT was good. Yep. Because they had WCW Nitro on Monday nights. Yeah. Have you ever watched the documentary, The Monday Night Wars? I've listened to the podcast. I have not watched the documentary. The documentary is so good. I've. Where can I watch that at? I think I I would love that. I think it was on Amazon. Because I was. Big into wrestling. One of my favorite things to do as a kid was when my mom would take me and my friends to the video store, and we would just sit and read the backs of all the wrestling uh, VHSs to decide which one we wanted to watch. So I wish I could find my VHS tape, but I had one that was all about the hardcore title. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, it was so good. I love (laughs) the hardcore title. That's why I took USA Network, because Raw is War is... I, I absolutely loved watching Raw. Uh, never watched it, but everyone came to school on Tuesdays talking about it. There was a peer. There's a there was a decent period of my childhood where we only had the five channels, and like I'm, oh, 
I'm so glad I, I forgot to say this too. The other reason I took NBC was Saturday Night Live. Oh, good call. Duh. Yeah. I don't know why I forgot that, but I remember, yeah, just even checking PBS on certain nights to be like, there's got to be something on. I only have five options, but yeah. And that's where I'd watch like the Red Green Show. Red Green Show always was on at night. Uh, if they don't find you handsome, at least they find you <laughs> handy. TGIF, was that ABC? ABC. All right. That would have been a good pick, too. Yeah. Uh, one that probably most people would be like, you are lame, that I loved back in the day. Lifetime? Outdoor Channel. Loved Outdoor Channel for all their fishing shows. Was that the with um, um, Babe Winkleman? Yes. Babe Winkleman's great or good fishing. Who was the guy with the Tennessee hat? Uh, that's... Um, yeah, Gummit. Oh, my gosh. What is this? I'm so annoyed because I know his name. Bill Dance. Oh, Bill Dance. Yeah. Yep. I, right Right as you said it, it came to my mind, yep. too. Have you ever watched the Bill Dance outtakes on YouTube? Oh, yeah. They're so funny. Yep. Where he's like getting his pole he stuck never, on stuff. Or he never swears, but he says like swear adjacent words like yes. daggummit and stuff like that. <laughs> Bill Dance legend. Um, Outdoor Channel also had, uh, uh, what was it called? Whitetail. Whitetail Warriors or something like that. I love to watch like deer hunting shows, fishing. Those do nothing for me. I just for some reason I would just, I could just sit for hours and watch someone whisper into the mic as they track a deer. If you look right over there, you'll see that buck. I I thought you'd take Animal Planet. I've never really watched. I love it. nature documentaries because my dad did. Sure, I love watching documentaries about animals. Nat Geo was on my list. Yeah, like Planet Earth. That's a cool series. Okay. Never watched it. Yeah, I always like when they're like, and here is the jungle shrew of North Africa. And <laughs> it's like they have this camera at night, and you're just like, wow, there's so many animals I don't know anything about. This is super interesting. <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, man. It's well, always that was like, fun. What's that guy's name? Richard Attenborough is always announcing or like commentating or narrating. He's kind of got like the He's non, British. Yeah, non American accent. British. What? There's He's- a lot of non American accents. <laughs> I didn't want to say the wrong one, so I just said non-American. British. Okay. Um, well, that was fun. Uh, when we put this out, and I'm you guys listen, I hope sure you'll my my list is going to win. I hope you'll share with us. Oh, you know what else? Which list was better? You know what else I have with NBC? Conan O'Brien. Oh, that's and late, late night with Conan and was the, the Tonight Show. But Conan O'Brien, his late the late yes, show, Conan before uh, Tonight Show was incredible. It's the best late night show that's ever existed was yep. Conan O'Brien's. Yep. Conan was appointment TV for me. Me once too. I, once I finally Every got NBC. Every single night. Yep. I didn't. I never missed Conan. Yep. Because he himself was funny. And then if his guests were funny, it was awesome. He In the weird like skits he would his do. His laugh is great. Well, the weird skits he would do, He it was like if SNL was a talk show. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I remember in college, I would just sit in my bed and chuckle watching Conan late at night. So good. Yep. I, I loved falling asleep to Conan. Yep. That's a good one. NBC is a banger. Uh, 100%. All right. Uh, share with us your favorite channels. When you listen to this, love you. Would, you. would you have said CMT? CMT is on my list. So good because of the music videos. Plus, they started adding some good shows like Ga- like Reba. What about Game Show Network? Game. Oh, man. How did I not think of that? I used to watch so much Family Feud. I almost said VH1, too. And Password. The Password is... Popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before we end this with a 90s quick hitter, um, 
do you have a best food experience of the week? Um, this is love talking food. Experience. I got a banger. I had buffalo or not buffalo. I had barbecued chicken wings last night after a big extra inning win. Talk about a good meal right there. And it was just, I was up watching Seinfeld at like one in the morning, enjoying this big win we had, eating barbecue wings with ranch, just loving my life. Tough to beat. And I, yeah, I I really enjoy after a game, especially after we've won, just coming home, sitting in my office, putting on a show like Seinfeld. I like to scroll on my phone and just check all the scores from around the state. Um, see who won, see who didn't. And I'm like half paying attention to Seinfeld and I'm usually eating something and the house is just quiet and I'm just happy. It's a good place for you. hundred percent. That's awesome. Um, mine is, so last Saturday I went to Spirit Lake, Iowa and filmed my next YouTube video. Uh Ate at and reviewed a place called Burger and Company. They were voted (laughs) the sixth best burger in the state. In Iowa's 2023 Best Burger Battle. Let me tell you something. Don't know how there's five better. It was unreal. It's on your Mount Rushmore burgers? Um, that I've had in my life, yes. Absolutely. Freaking incredible. Uh, I only tried two because I didn't want to be like super You had two burgers? Full. Yeah. Tried two. One was called the Bot Burger. It had, they, first of all, they use 80-20 Angus beef. Ding. There's check mark number one. That's the best beef. Um, they had brie cheese on it, jalapenos, a bacon onion jam, and th- like I'm talking thick bacon. It was unreal. The brie cheese mixed that bacon onion jam. Holy crap! The crunch from the bacon and the jalapeno with the mushiness of the jam sauce. <laughs> so good. Oh, and it had like a mustard aioli thing on it. It was unbelievable. My wife likes um jalapeno jelly. Dude, it's so on good. Crackers. Oh yeah. I don't really care for it. I and like jalapenos. Put some of that over some cream cheese and eat it with a cracker. Well, now I, you're talking. I love jalapeno poppers. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, the second burger I tried was called a smoked gouda. It had gouda cheese, caramelized onions, mushroom, and a smoked basil pesto. Dude, I don't like pesto. Unbelievable. Whatever it, happened to just ketchup on your burger with a slice of well, cheese? Well, he also had some of those. But what, whatever I went, happened to that? I went with a big. Well, this is America. We've evolved. I know. I like mayo on my burgers. Mm. I like ketchup and mayo. Bro. Ketchup, mayo, um, tomato, pickles, and onion. That's great. It's a classic. My ultimate burger would have probably like a uh, chipotle aioli, mushroom, caramelized onion, banana pepper. That might be it. What's, what makes like an a onion- thick bacon? Oh, I got to have tomato. Duh. Tomato what, what and What makes an onion caramelized? So you slice it up, throw it in a pan on a stove top or a flat top or something, season it with olive oil, and then throw maybe a little butter on there too or a little seasoning. I like to do like a little Lowry seasoning on mine or steak seasoning, and you just sit there and keep cooking it and sweating it, and it like turns brown, and they get really soft. Tons of flavor. They're amazing. Do you know amazing burger? Do you topping. know the difference between a jalapeno and a chipotle pepper? No idea. I learned today that a chipotle pepper is just a dried jalapeno. Really? Yep. When you when it's fresh, it's a jalapeno. When you dry it out, it's now a chipotle. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Well, I didn't know that. Spit on my neck and call me Susan. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that, I was like, 
I guess this is true, but I didn't know that. Yeah. How about that? Yep. Well, How about that? Uh, How about that? <laughs> um, by the time most of you are listening to this, you'll either be one day out or it will have come out already. My next YouTube video. So watch it. I lose my marbles at this burger place. It's so good. Plus, the the um, owner's mother-in-law makes gigantic homemade cookies every day that they sell in the front. She told she told me on the weekend they serve like 250 a day. They're the softest, fluffiest, most incredible cookie I've had. She gave me a couple to try for free. Was it on your Mount Rushmore of cookies? Yes. Dude. Name your Mount Rushmore of cookies. Dude. Uh, the red velvet cookie from Jimmy John's. What is it with red velvet in you? I love red velvet. They had one there, but I didn't try it. The peanut butter cookie from this place. Holy crap. It's on there. Um, so wait, this place has two cookies on your Mount Rushmore. No, the Mount, the, the red velvet from, uh, Jimmy John's. Okay. So there's one. And What's the peanut, your other three? Peanut butter from burger and company. Okay. Just your standard homemade gooey chocolate chip. would be three. Where have I had another amazing cookie from? April Corlew makes a, a real rad snickerdoodle cookie. Okay. I'll throw that on there. Okay. April Corlew snickerdoodle. Yeah. There's my fourth. Okay. Mine would be number one, EL Fudge. Hmm. Do you know what that is? Yeah. I'm instantly regretting not picking one once you yeah, said that. Yeah, but EL Fudge. That's good. My mom's chocolate chip. Somebody, somebody makes a... Uh, Somebody makes a good peanut butter cookie, but I don't know who it is. Burger and Co. and Star and Spirit Lake no, does. I've never been there in my life. Maybe, maybe an Oreo. Ooh, yeah. I don't. I'm not a big cookie guy, but El Fudge, I cannot control myself around. <laughs> I just lose control of my body parts when I'm around <laughs> El Fudge. Uh, growing up, I lived for lived for the. They kind of look like an Oreo, but they're not an Oreo. Summer vanilla, summer chocolate, summer both, with that white cream in the middle. Ebony. I lived for them; they were so good. Um, but yeah, the cookies at this place You're progressive were un. <laughs> tell me about it. Were unreal. Oh my gosh! So she gave us a couple of those to try, and then she she also for free gave because we're giving a little pub. Gave me a milkshake she made. It was a s'more milkshake. How much did you eat at this place? Uh, the cookie, the s'more milkshake, two burgers. But my buddy, no fries. My buddy that was videoing, no fries. Shared some of it with me. No fries. Shared some of it with me. I wanted to try their Nashville tots they had, but I just couldn't. Okay. But this milkshake, holy crap! It had cocoa puffs and um, golden grams in it as well. So as that cereal got soggy with the ice cream and the whipped cream and the chocolate on, oh my god, that sounds disgusting. It was so good. That no. sounds high key disgusting. No, it was high key amazing mushy cereal dude it was so good so highly recommend burger and co check out my youtube video it's coming out adam Patterson youtube page you're gonna love it all right that was my food of the week okay so 90s quick hitter bring it do you remember the channel while we're talking about tv channels tnn the nashville yeah. network yeah and actually T- it had so many tnn bangers. got pro wrestling for a little bit yes it did and and they had uh, slam ball yeah. and roller derby. Yep. And also, so it's now and probably picked up some Walker Texas Ranger at some point. It turned to Spike, and now that's right. It is Paramount. To... Okay. But back in the day, dude, it had so it had country music videos. In its prime, had 
carried NASCAR, all the NASCAR races. Like when we're talking Bobby Labonte. Do you like NASCAR Dale races? Used to watch it all the time. Dale haven't, Jarrett. Haven't watched yet. Dale Jarrett. Bill Elliott. Amazing. Amazing era. Yeah. Bobby and Terry Labonte. Yeah, I haven't watched. Rusty Wallace. And I think Richard Petty was maybe still going then. Too. Rusty Wallace. Um, Jeff Gordon. Daryl Waltrip. Daryl Waltrip. Who else? Uh, Russ Wheeler. Rowdy Burns. Cole Trickle. <laughs> I used to watch NASCAR almost every Sunday. I haven't watched a race in probably eight years. Don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, I want them to race different cars. What do you mean? Everybody's car is the same. I want to see an actual like Ford Mustang versus Chevy Camaro versus a Dodge Challenger. Well, there is different brands out there. But their cars, are they all like by law have to be the same, don't yeah. they? Yeah. They just have a different sticker on the outside telling yeah. you whose car it is. Yeah, then there's a few things in the engine that some mechanics are smarter than others that they can make them a little bit better, but they're basically the same. Right. Um, bass fishing was on there. The show Dallas, Dukes of Hazard, Roller Jam, like you said. They got ECW and then WWE, but they were the home for ECW. Oh, ECW is there? Yeah. Oh, ECW is cool. And then they got the rights. Slam to- Ball. Yeah, Slam Ball, which was phenomenal. And then they got the rights to Different Strokes, Wonder Years, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Baywatch was on TNN, Miami Vice, Monster Jam. Do you remember Monster Jam? Oh, yeah. That was Monster Trucks, right? Yeah. Star Trek. Great digger. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) Bigfoot. Um, Star Trek Next Generation. Huge for me and my dad. Doesn't matter. And then Robot Wars. Robot Wars. That show was classic. Always like something with like a saw blade (laughs) on an arm just going up and down. (laughs) Robot Wars was so cool. It was wild. Loved it. I wonder how long it took those people to build those robots. Not as cool as Celebrity Deathmatch, but No. Cool. Can't beat Celebrity Deathmatch. All right, pal. Thanks for having me over, buddy. That boy. was an app. Congrats on the dub. Thank um, you. Next episode might feature a special guest, but we'll save it. A very special guest. Very special guest. Someone someone very near and dear to my heart. Somebody And mine, too, because uh, he appreciates his podcast yes. a lot. It's somebody that I cannot wait to introduce America to. Um, you're going to love him. Yeah. Um, you're going to want him in your life. <laughs> and I'm very, very excited that he's coming into town tomorrow and he's going to hang out for the weekend. And he's awesome. Yeah. I don't even know him and I agree. Yep. All right. Check us out on all the social medias, Backroads and Bonfires podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, wait, Apple. Wait, wait, wait. Listen to them all. I'm going to carry us out. All right, um, share the word. Let's blow this baby up. Take us out, Burke. Blue 42. Blue 42. Hot, hot.